This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Hey everyone, you are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. A podcast specifically for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. As always, I am your host, Sid, back at it again, sharing the latest and greatest on what currently has me annoyed as usual. This week I am introducing a guest, and this is technically my first professional guest, which I am super duper excited about. I am joined this week by the host of the T-Side podcast. Tanya, who is a licensed clinical social worker, as well as a doula and a self-proclaimed empath, which I can relate to. Her show covers a range of topics, and she covers these topics in a very approachable way, just sharing her own insight and knowledge. So, Tanya, do you want to give a quick intro? Hello. Thank you so much. I feel privileged. I'm I'm a professional. But yes, my name is Tanya. I am the host of the T-Side podcast, and we really just have real and relatable discussions about life as a 40-plus-year-old professional and all the lessons I've learned along the way. And it's the T-Side because I am a music aficionado, so everything has theme of music to it. Yes, and I love it. So again, I am happy to be joined by Tanya this week to provide professional guidance on navigating anxiety. Outside of being easily annoyed, I have an overwhelming amount of anxiety. I am an anxious person. I am 100% sure that the world is rampant with anxiety, particularly here in the United States, considering the week that we had last week, woo, I know everybody just a little bit all over the place, but jumping right into our first segment, which is fed up or f-ed up. I use this segment to distinguish what grinds the gears of my guests because I just really think you can learn the most about people by learning what gets under their skin. And I like to use this segment for my audience to get to know my guests better. So I was going to say, Tanya, do you want to share what had you fed up this week? It can be any topic, personal, current news, anything. Actually, today, my coworker, who's been on issue (laughs) for most of the year Mm -hmm. she had to readjust her lunch schedule on monday Mm -hmm. and she rescheduled her lunch she asked if she could go early today Mm -hmm. and she just asked it and i am to everybody do you all mind if i go on my lunch from two to three and then at five something she said oh i need to go get my flat tire fixed Um, I'm like, what? Ma'am, I said, are you even supposed to be driving, ma'am? Because she had (laughs) surgery on her foot or ankle or something. She had plates. First of all, it's COVID out here in these streets. Where are you going? (laughs) She felt like she had something that she was doing that she wasn't supposed to be doing. Because most times, I know me personally, when I am signing off or having to run whatever type of errand, I'm very honest. Like, hey, you guys, got to step out for a quick second gonna be back online she's given too many excuses she probably ran got some food got her nails done or something and didn't want to tell y'all yeah i was like you know what but she's been doing this all year oh i was like that's the worst i hate people that love to 
make those excuses right yeah. at that time when you like, now we got this to do and this to do. And then if anything, when you thinking about that, you like, now, wait a minute, if they stepping out for three hours, that work is going to fall back on me. And that's exactly what's happened most of the year. So I'm over her. Oh, as you should be. I can't stand people like that. I get people need to have breaks, but be honest, be timely, and be upfront. Right. And she didn't ask permission. So probably if she'd been gone 40 minutes, my manager came in the IM and he just put a picture of a car just driving. (laughs) And then he backed out. So he he did it just to say, okay, I see you. (laughs) Now, you know what? When it comes time for those, you guys do like annual reviews. We're in the middle of them now. Mm-hmm. I bet when she get them annual reviews, she could be like, uh, now what, what do they mean? I'm always taking this time exactly. away and not letting anybody know and not being responsive. There you go. Because like, you know right. what? In all honesty, I went this week earlier. I had not been feeling well. And I went and got tested for COVID and I did the drive-through testing. And literally at first I was just thinking like, oh, I can step out and it's going to be a quick thing. But the more I thought about, at least in my neighborhood, the amount of people and even then when you go places, how slow they move. I said, you know what? Yep. 30 minutes before, it was like two hours before I said, hey team, I got to step out. Call me for any emergencies, but I'll be back online. And luckily I was within that time frame. but I'm like, let me just let them know in case I get here. Right. Craziness or anything. And they're like, now Sydney been gone for an hour. So where is she at? Yeah. And that's the thing. She'll, she won't ask. She will tell you. She's like, oh, do you mind if it's okay if I go? I'm just running up the street. So you asking, but then you telling us. (laughs) So pretty much by this time at five something when she asked that, and she gave this long diatribe about why she needed to go today. I said, okay, so it sounds like you telling us instead of asking us, be safe. (laughs) I'm over it. So As you should be, because I, I promise you too, if the shoe was on the other foot, People oh, she def- have a lot to say. She be complaining that why is she's yeah. always leaving? Why is she always logging off early? Why is she, uh, yep. ma'am? But uh, again, I feel like too, since we are at home with your jobs, yes, please do create those boundaries. But like we said before, just let people know. I've definitely had coworkers right. even be like, I know y'all think I'm at home doing everything, but while I'm at home, I have other things to do. Right. So I'm going to have to sign off or even then I'm trying to take a break and spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. If it's an emergency, yes. But if it's not, thank you. Can somebody else handle it? Right. So yes. I'm beyond fed up on that one. <laughs> and again, I know so many other people can relate. That's why we said, I said, Ugh, I'm <laughs> my job. Woo. But anywho, you guys, moving on to our main segment, which is the make it make sense segment. I have Am I anxious or annoyed? So while this isn't the most pleasant, heartwarming, or comedic topic, we getting ready to discuss anxiety. And again, considering how anxiety-inducing this year has been, yes, what better time than now to discuss this? I feel like, you know, and in terms of my own anxiety, there are periods of time where it's so crazy. I'll just be like relaxing or not really in the midst of doing anything and then boom just smack on my head I'm just like oh my god I feel this uneasiness and I'm like oh yeah. I'm, I'm just sitting here I got all these other things like oh next week even though even though this might be next week or a week or so away, I'm like oh that, that project that launch we doing is coming up even then this person called me and left a message I have to make this appointment um 
I need to go ahead with the podcast. I need to schedule some guests. Right. I need to start writing. Even sometimes errands. I'm like, oh, I haven't been driving, but I'm still like, oh, that light came on when I went to the grocery store, that tire pressure. Just thinking yeah. in general, it's literally that feeling of going from calmness to like spiraling, which I feel like quickly so quick for me. And I hate it so much. Like I despise it. And what's crazy too is I... I've, I've met people who are, I guess you could say in a way they have like high functioning anxiety, but they think it's like a good thing. Like, you know, this gives me that kick right. that I need to get things done, even though I'm a dread it. And personally, it does nothing for me. The more anxious I feel, or if I'm in an environment that's like super duper fast paced, that pressure, it does not work for me. I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, just that's the thing. all over the it's, place. It's different for different people. And mm-hmm. pretty much they will, they always say, you know, if you're stressed, that's a good thing. You'll be able to, you know, do great on your presentation or whatever the thing is that you get anxious about. So mm-hmm. there is good stress, but mm-hmm. pretty much with things going on today, it's way too much. So mm-hmm. it doesn't take much. Like very, you said, just the light good. came on. Don't mean you got a flat tire, mm-hmm. but the pressure's low. Pretty much that's from the change in the environment, you know, from mm-hmm. being in the warm to the cold or yes. vice versa. It's okay. But it's like, oh, Lord, now what I got? That's something else. Something else to your to-do list. There you go. That to-do list. It gets us. And personally, I have met a few people that I'm friends with that are very laid back. I have never seen stress cross their mind. They just easy breezy. I want to be like that. But again, (laughs) today, since we are going to be talking about anxiety, let's try to make some sense of it. So going back to what you said before, with the basics of anxiety, it's literally an emotional reaction to stress. Like when you're somewhat apprehensive about like what's to come. And again, it happens Mm -hmm. for a for a majority of people um and it's a thing and while it is okay to feel this way occasionally it's unpleasant to have this be a constant thing because right you start to see it as far as physical symptoms like i know for me if i'm too anxious i'm not sleeping good got headaches start to get stomach aches um yeah even when I eat, I don't feel like I'm making the best decisions for what I want to eat. Like I'm having like, ooh, I know it's right. bad, but I'm just going to eat these chips because I'm stressed right now and maybe they'll calm me down. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a good thing at all. And two, I'm definitely anxiety prone because I can be picky and a little stubborn. <laughs> And I'm always, I'm I'm not a person, uh, I can't be telling y'all my secrets, but I am not a person who always expects the best. I can be a person who's like, Murphy's Law, if it, if it can't go right. wrong, it will go wrong. That's always me. And I joke with my friends sometimes because I like certain challenges, but I am not a challenge-driven person. I'm not somebody right. who's like, I need this. I'm gonna get tackled. This I'm sort of like, would this even work? Right? Am I gonna give up before I start? Temperament. Your temperament is different. I very much do, and it's crazy because my friends, like, yes, in a way, my friends do say like, oh, I have anxiety about this, or we'll share different things. But even the way I see them go about their anxiety, I'm like. Oh, we so we so we're so different. And that's the thing. I have a coworker who has really, really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and she'll sit there at her desk and basically start to feel like, oh God, I'm going to get fired. Where did it come from? She And she knows she does it. Oh, and she wow. knows it's anxiety. Like if, But she continues to do it. Right. And that's the thing with anxiety. You know it's there because mm-hmm. I have anxiety. And that is something that annoys me because <laughs> I know I have it. Mm-hmm. And I always say, I'm like, that's the devil. Anxiety <laughs> is the devil because it's always telling you something bad. It's something yes. negative. Yes. So it's you, just like this feeling of like dread. dread. It's just always this overwhelming dread. And it's so interesting because um, I know a lot of people say anxiety is a like kind of futuristic thing because you're not so much stuck in the past, but you're not in the present. You're always just thinking about right. what's that next thing? What's this week go look like? What's the next month go look like? It's never like, okay, this is what today is. This is what I can tackle for today and thinking about it in that frame set you just always on it yeah and the key to it is recognizing your symptoms and your triggers what causing Mm. your anxiety Mm -hmm. because much just for me I have social anxiety so just being in a crowd of people Mm -hmm. it's gonna stress me out (laughs) so I've learned to just navigate Mm -hmm. my social circles Mm -hmm. you know and go when I know it won't be so many people there and Mm -hmm. things like that or just don't go at all but you know that's a whole different issue (laughs) no but that makes complete sense and I I don't think I thought of it from a like triggering standpoint I guess I just thought so much more like oh it's it's gonna happen because it's gonna happen and it's happened in the past so it'll come up then and I feel like that's definitely one way to help pinpoint when you even know like okay it's looking real reddish it's that bright red color that's coming up it's feeling real hot like a fire like oh it's coming up and speaking of hot like a fire that's that's the beauty of uh, the human being mm-hmm. your body will always tell you yes your body will always tell you and I've noticed just not necessarily scientific but I've noticed just over the years and doing therapy stress and depression and anxiety it settles in the middle hmm. pretty much so pretty much you eat a lot or you don't eat at all Mm-hmm. Some people get diarrhea. Some people are constipated. Mm-hmm. So it always, it, or you just have butterflies in your stomach or you get ulcers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it always seems to settle somewhere in the middle, but mm-hmm. pretty much you can be sitting there on the couch doing nothing and think, oh, okay, why am I getting hot? So that means you may or may not be able to figure out what the trigger is mm-hmm. at that moment. But you're being but, triggered. But see, that's the thing. You might just be sitting there and basically your mind is clear. It's like, oh, you don't have anything else to focus mm-hmm. your thoughts. Let me give you something to think about. <laughs> and then the negative thought pops right in your head. You're like, oh, Lord, I'm sitting here doing nothing. But next week I got all this to do. And then there you go, down the rabbit hole. And interestingly enough, I'd love to bring up statistics on the show. Just when I'm like bringing up any topic, but anxiety is so common, you know, oh, outside absolutely. of the occasional anxiety, I believe, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, over 40 million people suffer from some yeah. sort of like anxiety disorder. So it's not like, oh, this is dime a dozen, one in a million type of thing. There are so mm-hmm. many people walking around with this feeling or, or even like you said, having these um, physical issues that are being mm-hmm. triggered by their anxiety, which I think. And it's crazy. Yeah. And the interesting thing is my coworker was like, oh, you have anxiety? I never noticed 
she said, not that I'm discounting you, but I've never noticed you to have it. I said, that's because I internalize mine. Mm -hmm. I get depressed. I get quiet. So Mm -hmm. if you find me not talking or like today, I'm just not having it. (laughs) I I have zero tolerance. Mm -hmm. For me, that's showing my anxiety. So Mm -hmm. she gets upset and flustered and she starts crying and she can't get out of bed. Like hers is outward expression. Mm -hmm. I internalize mine. Mm -hmm. So, And like you said before, that probably has to do with what you said as far as just having a different temperament and Mm -hmm. already having kind of your own personality and seeing how it would like particularly mesh with that. Um, And again, with so many Americans dealing with anxiety, like we said before, outside of the election last week, this impending lockdown or even the fact yeah. that I feel like every time I go on social media, someone has passed away. Yeah, I got literally, uh, literally you get more anxious. I got a text today. Two people passed away. It wasn't from COVID, but mm-hmm. from a, just a day. I'm like, welcome to Friday the 13th. 2020 I, I was like okay I, all right <laughs> it is. And, and it's crazy because you think it is peaking at certain times like I would say throughout the United States but yeah. this year has not I don't think I haven't I've seen people who have kind of you know had things fall on their side or mm-hmm. might have had some accomplishment but in a way this year really has not cut anybody any slack None. like we are going through this but- as a group, as a community, we are all affected by this. Yeah. And two, I was going to ask from the perspective of a therapist, what does navigating anxiety even look like in a time like this when, for instance, I know you can't put things off on your friends or anything, but when you talk Mm -hmm. to people, everybody's dealing with stuff. How Mm -hmm. does it even look like navigating this? And it's, I won't say it's a long-term thing you have to do, but you have to know yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out what works for you. You have to know what you like. Mm -hmm. So People who get excited and outwardly anxious, mm-hmm. they need to find things that are calm and relaxed mm-hmm. to do. Somebody like me who internalizes it, I get up every morning and I exercise. Okay. So instead of doing calm things, I need something to energize me. Got and it. interestingly enough, music does that for me. Okay. So, <laughs> so, and see, I've yeah. been trying to like write more. I feel like that helps me because I'm getting everything like yeah. word vomit. Like, okay, I'm getting it out on the paper just because I don't feel like, like you said, to a degree, I think I definitely internalize my own anxiety. Like I'm not a person who's just going to call my friends and be like, oh my God, I'm going through this. I just blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be more a person who like, okay, I'm just not going to talk to anybody for like two weeks yeah. <laughs> and just sit in the house. So yeah, you just have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. They and there's so many apps uh, out, you know, the breathing apps, and mm-hmm. from us just focusing on things, there is like the five senses. So, mm-hmm. from a, if you're basically if you're anxious and everything's everywhere, you have to focus. Like you said, you're it's not the past, it's the future worries. You have to focus on the present. Mm-hmm. And and I love how you said the five. Um, it's like the senses. The five senses practice. I was telling a friend about that recently where, correct me if I'm wrong, is you name five things you can see. Then mm-hmm. you mentioned four things that you can hear. Mm-hmm. And then three things that you can feel. Right. And then two things you can taste. I always forget. Like I always know it's five things for sure you can see. I'm just you know what? I, I get them confused myself sometimes. But mm-hmm. as long as you're doing something. 
mm-hmm. from a your I would say taste would be one just mm-hmm. because from a, there's not a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for some people, honestly, if they are the type to not eat, maybe it is tasting something. It mm-hmm. means you will go and get a fruit cup and mm-hmm. eat today. Okay. So, so it's really real life practical things you can do. Mm-hmm. For sure. From a, from us turn your phone, you know, the blue light setting. So, mm-hmm. which I do, I have the do not disturb. Oh, yes. That was a difficult one for me. Mm-hmm. From us turning the light down so mm-hmm. it's not bright. Mm-hmm. Um, from us just going for a walk. Even if it's a five, 10 minute walk, going outside. Yes. I walk around my block. Get sometime. that sunlight. Natural vitamin D. Now, funny enough, it is not so much funny, but... One thing that I always think that's, okay, this is crazy. The fact that procrastination can also be a common problem for people with anxiety-related conditions, including mm-hmm. panic disorder, which, mm-hmm. like we were discussing before, is more so something that creeps up on you. But I just think it's interesting that procrastination is this, like, okay, I'm going to get to it, I'm going to get to it. And you think, says, hey, you constantly worried about everything. You do it right away instead of letting that panic build up. I think it's because you're, when you're anxious, you're not able to think clearly and focus. So everything gets jumbled up. So pretty much, you know, you have to do it and you might even start planning. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow, but let me go ahead and write out my notes today and mm-hmm. get in pretty much, you're doing everything, but you never get anything done. Yes. Yes. I love you the way you put notes. that. You write your notes, but you're like, oh God, that don't even make sense. And it's just- Or even even like you said before, your anxiety is causing your thoughts to be so jumbled. When you do try to sit down and focus on one thing, you like, I can't even concentrate. So this is- ultimately worthless so I'm just gonna not do it at all because that's typically what I do I'll sit down I'm like okay got my computer I got some <laughs> music got my candle I'm gonna go ahead but then I'll be like I'm still focused on other things I'm just gonna wait <laughs> I'm just gonna wait I'm just gonna wait then boom I'm like oh my god it's the day before and, and I am rushing. And some people, that's how they, you know, that's how they get things done. For some people, that's great. You know, I need that push from his last minute. My brother, he's the total opposite. Now, I was going to say, I do, I fluctuate. I can say for me personally, I fluctuate mm-hmm. b- between either procrastination or that over um like over not so much over schedule but kind of plan 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 down to like the last second Mm -hmm. and I'm like why is there always these two extremes (laughs) (laughs) just because you haven't quite found your balance yet Mm. makes complete sense yeah and that's part of the reason I started my podcast because I'm a therapist but I also struggle with depression and anxiety I have the I've can speak to it from the Mm -hmm. professional side, Mm -hmm. but also from the side of the client. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And actually I talked about anxiety on one of my episodes. I was like, it's crazy. Prima's just dealing with the anxiety of starting the podcast. I was like, oh gosh, I have to put out the post saying it's coming. I mm-hmm. sat there for five minutes and was like, oh, if I, I was like, if I push the button, then I can't take it back. So I'm like, Tanya, push the button. I'm like, okay, Ooh, push I, the button already. <laughs> oh my gosh. If that is one way to describe anxiety, 
it is that feeling of like, oh my gosh, whatever I'm doing, it's crazy because when you think in terms of anxiety, you think like whatever I'm doing, it's 100% concrete. And in all actuality, a lot of things aren't like that. Things change nope. so much. So to be so anxious about something that more than likely is going to change down the road mm-hmm. is like insanity. <laughs> yeah. And I think because I started the podcast in the middle of all of this COVID, mm-hmm. once I posted it, I got so much positive feedback. It was great. And then I was like, oh, God. I, what if I let people down? I'm like, oh God. Don't even think why? like that. I was oh. like, why? I was like, that's stupid. That's not, that's not reality. And so that's how anxiety works. It's always going to tell you the negative. It is. It is. It's <laughs> For just, no reason at all. It, no reason. And my friends before who have done different things, um, because I've even had a friend who recently went on, she had been talking about this for a while, but she wanted to, launch her own like clothing designs and do a lot Mm -hmm. of t-shirts and even she was like oh my gosh am I really gonna do this and we're like and it's crazy because in a way even though I deal with my own anxiety when I'm speaking to my friends I'm like you got this what are you talking about like right it's gonna work out it's it's gonna be completely fine but then when she was on the other foot I'm like (laughs) Sydney are you sure? But I'm like, why? that's that's a way of dealing with your anxiety. Because I knew I was getting stressed out. Like I was about to cry. I'm like, why? I'm like, okay, you're overly anxious. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to my friends and told them what happened and how I was feeling mm-hmm. to get the positive feedback. They gave me the positive because I wasn't able to do it for myself. Yeah. And I feel like you can always, well, at least um, if you do have a good circle of people who do give you those positive reinforcements, that definitely is yeah. like so, 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 so helpful. Because like you said, in a lot of ways, you can't provide it for yourself at that moment. So when they right. do tell you like, oh, girl, it's going to be fine. You are going to get right. so, so, so much support. All of these people are going to have your back. Even with your podcast, I'm sure your friends are like, oh my gosh, this is something that you might have been talking about for years. Like, I am so excited to see you do that. So That's exactly in a lot of ways, you like, okay. I did. <laughs> for two I seconds. Like, okay. I, like, I can get okay. this together. I was like, thank y'all. Because, yeah, I, I knew it rationally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it and, just didn't work out. And anxiety is so irrational because even when I was looking at something recently, it was saying how with anxiety, with anxiety being irrational, you always think again and again, I'm a fail. It's not going to go right. It's not going to be how I want it to be. When actuality, if you look at your past rapport, you're like, I've done all these other things. Everything else has worked out completely fine. Yeah. This, it's just happening to me. This is something I'm going to have to deal with and realize it's not going to actually disappear, but instead I'm going to have to learn how to navigate this. Right. And it can take a while. Some people need medication. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. And some people can take it for just a little while. Like if it's what they call an acute stressor, like they lost their job and mm-hmm. or they have to move to a whole new state. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily something bad that's causing the anxiety. But any type of change will probably produce some type of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you just have to recognize what your triggers are and be able to put things in place to balance that out. Mm -hmm. 
which I feel like is a great way of putting it and really summing up of how you can navigate it um, and realize, you know, you're not alone in dealing with this, but to an extent, this is just something that you're going to have to work with and not so much. I wouldn't say like live with it. Like, oh my gosh, you just living with, um, kind of a, a physical illness or something but still you're gonna have to deal yeah. with it you have to make yeah. decisions that are going to benefit you in terms of knowing hey i'm a person who deals with anxiety i get anxious easily so like you said mm-hmm. when i get up in the morning i am going to work out put forth that effort to energize my body or hey i am going to make sure i journal in the morning or before i go to bed at night just so i can get those thoughts out really yeah. putting yourself in a position to prosper and just live your fullest life with again just this emotion that happens to find its way to everybody yeah and I will say for like I have to get up and exercise but people I I have people who are stressed and I've been that person like oh I hate this job and just thinking about going Mm -hmm. will stress me out so then you have to meditate to calm mm-hmm. and pretty much breathing really is the best thing because when you have anxiety and when people have panic attacks, they feel like I've all, I've heard most people say it really feels like an elephant sitting on their chest. Like they mm-hmm. can't breathe. That's because you're not breathing. You're holding your breath. Mm-hmm. And I do that and I'll find that I have to go, Ooh, okay, breathe. And you don't realize you're not breathing until mm-hmm. you <laughs> literally focus on you know, Mm -hmm. that slow, deep breath in, Mm -hmm. you know, through your nose, exhale through your mouth and do it a few times. You might have to do it 10 times. Depends on how stressed you are. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about making lists, lists are great only because it gives you something physical to see because you can't, if you feel like, oh, I have so many things to do. If you make the list, if you cross them off as you do it, it looks like you've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily process in your mind, but you can physically see okay Mm -hmm. I did do something Mm -hmm. you know I got three out of the six things done so which is wonderful to see and even then um after this episode I'm definitely going to ask Tanya if she has any apps that she recommends or any um links to activities or resources that people can use I can definitely share them on the Instagram page or even in the description box which I think will be super duper helpful um I was going to say moving on to our last segment of this show which is you are drove again i kind of have this as my current news segment just talking about the latest and greatest in a lot of situations where people thought hey this is gonna work out in my favor and it does not so Mm -hmm. this week's you are drove story i have to pull it up on my phone because i was like wait a minute this is utterly ridiculous but according to the mirror which is um a a news site in the united kingdom Mm -hmm. a woman bought her nephew a winning lottery ticket and now she wants some of the money (laughs) so basically there is this site have you heard of reddit where it's kind of like the forum site where people post but they have the form am i the asshole where people share (laughs) people share these scenarios about things that they might have endured with a relationship a partner or a family member and they're really like you know this is the scenario this is what i did am i the asshole am i wrong so Mm -hmm. basically she went about sharing and 
a woman was just saying, you know, she had these dreams of receiving all this money and was kind of down on her luck, but Mm -hmm. went ahead and bought her nephew a lottery ticket that happened to win a lot of money. And after she asked her nephew if he would share his winnings, the woman said that he blocked her. (laughs) And his mother, which I believe is her sister, (laughs) told you that, told her that he's not going to give you any money and you shouldn't expect any. And um, it's unfortunate because the woman explained to that she had lost her job recently and needed Mm -hmm. the money to cover her bills. But again, she was like, my nephew needs to give me some of this money. And he's like, no. And she tries to, she tries to share too, a little bit of background on her family. And she was kind of saying like, oh, if anything, I don't feel like my nephew even needs the money. I feel like his father had a little bit of money and he even had a college fund. So in actuality, like why would he even need this extra money? So just going back to reiterate some of what she said, she said, hey, I've had a rough year laid off from my job and I'm out of unemployment options. I do own my house and manage to scrape by to pay my property taxes and insurance with odd job, but I'm literally eating ramen noodles with just about every meal. I love my nephew and can't get by on the thought that I wouldn't be able to get him a birthday present. So I scraped together whatever chain and I bought him this lottery ticket. And she said one was for about $50, which was cool enough, but the second one was actually close to five figures. And she said, life-changing money. And again, she said his parents are really well off. So she just does not see why he wouldn't give her any money. Okay, first of all, (laughs) ma'am, if he didn't need it, why'd you buy the ticket for him? Number two, you should have had that discussion up front. Look, okay, bought you this ticket. So I look, went ahead and signed your name on the back. Like, well, my name is on that. Doesn't everybody do that? Look, if I win, you know you got to give me, like, that's part of the conversation when you buy a ticket for somebody. So, yeah, it's that's real messed up that he wouldn't even give. I feel like, yes. Give a woman a hundred, a thousand, like anything. Dang. Correct. I definitely feel like everything. <laughs> he didn't blocked her. His mom, her sister, like, your whole family, like, no, nah, we definitely not go help you. But right. to me, even in a lot of ways, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I've had family members who played the lottery, but they weren't really into giving gifts of lottery tickets, which is kind of had people do that. They'll, oh, like give you a lottery ticket? From a, that'll be their Christmas gift from a $20 worth of scratchers. Now, and what if I don't win nothing? My gift, the paper? From a, too bad. <laughs> you, you'll usually win at least like $2 or something, but... Wow. I don't know. But yeah, see, I've known people to do that. And see, I can say personally, I'm not a gambling person. I Me always either. I always crack jokes because um for a while my mom's boyfriend when I was younger, we would go over to his family's house during like the holidays. They would always play this game. Have you heard of Left Right Center? Where you'll mm-hmm. roll the dice and you put so much money. And when I tell you I won the first time, I said, Okay, I got my money, I'm gone. They said, uh-uh, you have to come back so we can oh. get a chance to win our money. I said, oh, I don't like this game. Mm-mm. Played another time, one after that. I said, I'm done. This money is going towards my gas. I right. I don't gamble. So even Mm-mm. then, to gamble and be like, yeah, I'm going to give this person a lottery ticket and they win a, a million or whatever amount of money. Yeah. That's why I was like, first of all, if he didn't need it and you did, <laughs> why'd you give him the ticket? 
But you know what, though, too? I can say in a lot of instances, you know, when people share their side of the story or why they should have something, they kind of leave some details out. So she probably mm-hmm. left a little information out. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why she's so down on her luck other than she lost her job. I mean, it was probably a reason why they blocked her, mm-hmm. though. She probably was showing up at their house like, wait a minute now, where this money at for real? And they was like, uh, mm-hmm. look, you're getting, a, you're getting a little bit too out of hand. We told yeah. you we think about giving you some money, but now you showing up at the house unannounced. We not giving you a dime. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's crazy. That it definitely is. is and I feel sorry for the poor baby, but she a little bit drove thinking they was going to even, like you said, give her something. Had this discussion up front with with your yeah. people. But anywho, you guys, that is this week's episode. I enjoyed talking to Tanya today just about navigating anxiety and sharing her tips as well as method that she's seen just to, you know, help make this a little bit more easier, especially in these trying times. So Tanya, do you want to tell my listeners where they can find you at? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Teesside Podcast, all one word. And I drop episodes I'm working on every week. Okay, nice. So you guys, again, make sure to tune in on her podcast. And that is it, like I said, for this week. You guys, I'm not going to do my spiel about you guys sending in emails, but as always, send me some emails. I want to reach out complaints on the show. It's annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.